Welcome to the podcast with the quizzical title, Are You Movie Mad? In which me, Andrew Jones, the official cinematic fanatic of the show, asks Johnny Ellis here. Hello. If he truly is, as his moniker online is, movie mad. Johnny, we're four episodes deep. Are you movie mad? I still think I am. I'm just uh, getting more movies in me, which is making me movie madder. I don't understand. (laughs) That seems like that would make you movie irate. (laughs) Or movie awkward, because you can't really sit down when you've got so many movies inside you. It starts to really feel like it's a gap that's been punched too hard. (laughs) Do you exit movies at the same time as you include movies into you? Um, yeah. Is there like a finite space in that brain of yours? Yeah. If if a movie's not worth remembering, I won't remember it. So what do you think about Suicide Squad? What? Exactly. <laughs> Today, if you didn't catch the clues from last week, we're watching the feature film from Simon West, the director of... Oh, he's got something coming out soon, doesn't he? Well, he had the mechanic. Mechanic. The director of the mechanic. Right, that was it. Back yep. to the world with this one. What's it called? Con Air. Aircon. Aircon. The subtle joke he did last week. And I don't want to spoil what Johnny wants to know nothing about this film, but I would like to tell you that on the Blu-ray, that this film says that we will experience death-defying stunts and mind-blowing special effects and eye-popping 1080p, while jet engines roar and turbulent action rocks your world in 5.1, 48kHz, 24-bit, uncompressed audio. Are you excited? I am excited. That is tech details on the back of a Blu-ray of an action movie to say, hey, buy it, we've got stuff. I'm excited because it's um, it's one that so many people talk about, and I've still not gotten around to watching it. How old are you? Twenty-two. This is embarrassing. Yes, I remember I seeing know. it on TV when I was young. And I was like, oh, I can't watch this bit. It's got needles involved, but everything else is really cool. I don't know how I how I missed out on this, but it's Nicolas Cage. It is prime Nicolas so, Cage. It yeah. is nineties Nicolas Cage when he was the action guru. He was doing The Rock. He was doing Face Ah. Oh, Face Off is so good. So good. And he's doing this. He's all over the place. It was just before he had to do Wind Talkers and everything fell apart. And I've only just found out now that John Cusack is in it. I knew John Malkovich was in it. Yeah, it's the two Johns. Yeah. Johnny. It's the two Johns. <laughs> Sequel to Con Airtown. The, um, the cover doesn't give much away. I mean, I know there's a plane There's involved. a plane, there's some there's fire. fire. And there's... Three Angry Men. Three Angry which Men. Which is a quarter Although, of my favourite film. Right, so John Malkovich and Nicolas Cage are looking straight on, but John Cusack is sort of... Get my good little, side. He was, I yeah, want you to get my good side. He's doing a little turn. Cheeky. He's been, sort of he's Zoolander. Ooh. <laughs> that is the right position. That, that, is, that yeah. is a blue still going on. Jim, is John Cusack still. is the original Derek Zoolander. <laughs> so yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm Ready and raring to... Who's the bad guy? I would have to say John Malkovich. Why would you have to say John Malkovich? Is he just has that evil look on him. That's he's just John, a... Co- just just John Malkovich. A... That's true, but he's got a scowl and I... <laughs> he's angry he's in a big blockbuster when he wants to be doing art house cinema. <laughs> you mean I don't have to act for this? Then I will just do this as I please? I mean... Nicholas Cage has got to be the goodie. Yeah, I'm good. John Cusack. I'm the best. Everyone loves me. There's a little bit of him where he, I think it looks like a suit 
And you know how good people wore suits in the 90s before they realised that Banks were the evil bastards. I feel like he's going to be some sort of boss. I know it's not it's not a cop movie. <laughs> Garrett the Con Air has taken off. Yeah, like well, we need to make money off this Con Air. Like he's gonna be sort of the the guy that uh, Nicholas Cage reports to. Guys, the business earnings of this month have been sufficiently less than we expected. So I think he's gonna be the sort of the stereotypical angry, um, angry white guy. Yeah, no, the angry. Um, uh, commander. 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 Yeah, like in Beverly Hills Cop, that sort of. Oh, Commander! You came and you found me a car there. It's not Commander, is it? Commander. It's commander. And Master. <laughs> That's another one. Mm. <laughs> Far side of the world. Who could care less, Peter? Where? Who could give a flying monkey to Russell Crowe on a boat? <laughs> Yeah, who does earn his right to be called awesome on a boat? Who? Andy Sandberg. Gilman Ticone. <laughs> Akivas. Schaefer. Nailed it. Got it in the end. Those three. But not Russell Crowe. If Russell Crowe did a rap song, well. If Russell Crowe could rap. It would make Noah much better. Oh my god, <laughs> could you imagine? Well, what would his first song oh, be? Oh, if Russell Crowe could rap, imagine the Suddenly Les Mis would be like yeah. an hour and half long. The amount of millennials that would have gone to see Les Mis. <laughs> Guys, it's like Hamilton, only not good. <laughs> oh my God, why is Les Mis a thing? Why did that happen? Why do we sit through it? I, I got one over by it eventually. But yeah, the first time I was just... When I watched it, you know what I had to do? What? Look down. Look down. I just had to look down away from the screen. God dear. Then I wish I could run away. Where would I run away to? I'd run away into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods we go. I fucking hate some musicals. Some musicals are great. Let's name some of the good musicals. Con Air. Shit, I've given it away. Oh, I hope it is now. <laughs> da, 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 da. Welcome to Con Air. Nicholas Cage has never been in a musical, has he? Uh, Peggy Sue Got Married, I think there's music in it. Does that count? I've not seen Peggy Sue Got Married. Okay. Um, I know, a shock, but... Uh, <laughs> what else? What I else? do like his long hair in this. Like, you only get a glimpse of it here, but oh. I'm I'm looking forward to the long hair. I hope yeah. he keeps it for the, yeah. for the movie. I keep it all the way. For the whole movie. Good, good. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a Sasquatch. And he's sort of unshaven, which is... Yeah, I'm a Sasquatch. Good. Just walking around. <laughs> Is that a wrist watch on me? Is that original footage? <laughs> I'm just going to fly a con air back to my native home. Yeah. yeah, John Cusack is the one that looks the most um, sort of... Serious. Serious and sort of well-groomed. Because um, he's just got the neat hair. and I mean, John Malkovich, Cusack always had neat hair. Malkovich has no hair. Um, wow. John Cusack has, doesn't always have neat hair. Wasn't he, like, sort of long-haired in The Raven? Yeah, that's really neat. I, I mean, neat as in a uh, colloquialism, not neat as oh, in, right. you know, the actual term. Yeah. Pretty neat, like, far yeah. out and rad. <laughs> Again, I'm hip with the kids, so I'm pretty I'm pretty cool with this stuff. What year was this, Connor? Uh, 80s, I'm assuming? Wow. I think in the 80s? I think it's Late like, 80s, I'd have said. I think it's 97. 97? It was 96 wow. or 97. Okay. See, I, if I would have... 
guessed 90s, I would have said something like 92, 93. Like, you see, John Cusack had to get through his rom-com and childhood, oh. well, uh, teenage love series first. You mean there's no romantic ties with him and Nicolas Cage in this? That's a completely different thing. He's not standing on top of a jet with a boombox playing <sighs> Leanne Rhymes. Oh, see, that's where this film's going to go wrong. Oh. So, how do you predict this film will play out? What I... do you feel Con Air is about? Uh, right, I feel like John Malkovich is going to be a terrorist of some sort. You go back to terrorists a lot. Yeah. <laughs> wow, just Sorry. breathe into the microphone. You're yeah. excited about terrorism so much, it gets you really excited and you have to breathe into everyone. <laughs> is that... Has that breath got some chemicals in it yeah oh god oh god you're a dirty bomb Johnny you are the dirty bomb what season of 24 does that make me Three, an odd four, season and seven Three, four, and seven hmm I thought it was like odd odd numbered seasons I'm on. just guessing because oh. every season <laughs> nuclear bomb bit dirty and then kidnapping and then torture and no, then it, it, end it alternates between nuclear bomb and um Gay panic. Uh, <laughs> really weird choice. No, that's, that's, that's constant. That's the entire thing. Um, <laughs> gay panic and Muslim panic. Um, Damn it, Chloe. <laughs> I was just there researching. Um, I don't care about that world. I it, just took him home for fun. <laughs> but it alternates between nuclear bombs and um, uh, chemical warfare. My chemical warfare. Yeah. yeah. The Black Parade. Oh boy. <laughs> We're going deep into that's how they find now. out. That's how they find the culprits. <laughs> Get the black phrase out. <laughs> I am so glad I never. I think I listened to one of their songs. <laughs> what was their song? The big one, the one that everyone listened to in like two thousand and two. Welcome to the Black Parade. No, 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 something different. Like two and a half minutes was kind of good, but it was also like, oh, this is you know, this is mass market pop punk or mm. kind of emo goth. There's one particular album of theirs that I listen to over and over again, but I can't remember the title of the album. It's just called. It just says "fart noise" in brackets, <laughs> and you expect it to go. Can I have a copy of please? And they give it to you. They certainly give it to you. God, why they're so excited? Are they still around? Are they filmed? Do you know what they were? Uh, they got everyone excited. Did you not hear about this? Oh God! I, they well... um they released a teaser video of um like the first few notes of the Black Parade. And people were thinking, oh fart, my god. Fart, fart, <laughs> fart, fart, fart. And people went crazy thinking they're, they're coming back together, they're doing a new album. And it turned out they're just re releasing the old Black Parade album because it's like an anniversary. Ten years of shit. <laughs> god, who can care? A lot of people, it seems. Why? Why? Do they not know there's good music out there? Like Johnny Cash. He's dead. Wow. Johnny, he's dead. Wow. Move on. I can never move on from Johnny Cash. I can never move on from Dewey Cox, but we have to learn to live, Johnny. We have to learn to live. So, Connor. It's hard. It's hard. Young lives. Rocky rolls. Walk ball. I need to listen to the album again. Hard. It's my creed. Michael. Okay, we're not going to continue because it'll get good. It will get good. Been scorned, scrounged, ridiculed too. Struggled every day my whole life through. I've given best the world that I can give. 
Angry. I took it in the face. <laughs> Walked as hard as I could. I was going to say, I'm surprised you know the lyrics, but I'm not really. <laughs> I had listened to that album <laughs> from 2007 to now. That's how I've been with Walk Line. From 2006 to now. You only got into him after he died. It's like, I don't care about Johnny Cash. Stop talking about him, Justin Timberlake. And then you're like, oh, now I like him. Yeah, he was never on my radar until the film came out. Was he on your radar? Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) He was on Grindr before everyone else. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) The man in back. That's what he called himself. That was his username. The man in bareback. Wow. Wow. Bareback (laughs) Mountain. Great film. (laughs) That's... Breakback is uh, another one. But you, you, if you don't know what Heath Ledger was like, how can you appreciate him as a Joker? I can appreciate his. I was going to say speaking his of enus squad, but... is why the Joker works so well. He opens up his enus so wide in that film. <laughs> his character's name is Enus. Who <laughs> broke back mountain? Really? It really is. And everyone speaks like this. So Enus. Oh, I Enus, come in here. It's I every time. <laughs> they just say. They, um, I love you, Enos. I wish I knew how to quit you, Enos. Come on. <laughs> brilliant film. Fucking brilliant film. Wonderful. Beautiful. I'm going to have to watch that soon. Oh, I'll make you cry like mad. <laughs> because what I'll do to you, Jerry, get... So, we... Conair. So, Conair. What terrorists... Terrorists. Terrorists. And that's John Malkovich. Um, Malkovists. Is it going to be sort of a... Uh... Dog fights in planes. Dog fight. My pen's running out. Johnny, um, help me with my pen. It's running out. Guys, I've got no ink in my pen. I'm done. I'll never be able to write again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. <laughs> yes. Um, Nicholas Cage is going to be the Cage main good guy. Is good. Will he be good in the film? Because um, he's evil, evil otherwise. Acting wise, I mean. Oh, uh, I think it'll be um, Ultimate Cage. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think you it'll think be... it'll be what Ultimate Crazy or Ultimate yeah, Acting? Yeah, Ultimate Crazy. Okay. I think it'll be uh, Face Off. Face. Off. Yeah, I think it'll be that that style of acting. Um, he'll just chew up scenery, and. I think that John Cusack is going to be the sort of... I can't think of the title. Not boss, but captain. Captain, that was it. Pilot. <laughs> no, look, look. This is a pilot speaking. Connor is taking off. He's going to be um, Nicolas Cage's captain, who's going to be sick and tired of his, his antics. And, um, Damn it, Cage. <laughs> this plane is going down unless you're going to start working properly. Yeah, that sort of stuff. And then Cage gets drunk, gets high, shags one of the stewardesses and then lands the plane upside down. But I think he'll be a more then restrained... Then Kenny Riley to get off heroin. <laughs> I think he's going to... I think he'll be a bit more restrained than the usual sort of captain caricatures we're used to. Okay. Is there anyone else you reckon will pop up in this film? Because you've got these three... But yeah. it's the nineties, and they, you know, you watch these kind of films, and you know, like The Rock has John C. McGinley pops up. You have uh, the John C. McGinley, watch. I could see popping up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll write him down. Who else? I honestly wouldn't know. I think it will just like, again Armageddon. You've got like that extended cast as well, and yeah. the old Jay Bruckheimer kind of films. Ah, do you know what would be fun if Bruce Willis popped up? 
I don't think it will happen, but it would be... He looks at uh, John Malkovich and then they put their hands up next to each other <laughs> and they start doing a mirror trick. Yeah. Bruce Willie. Bruce Willie. Um, Big Bruce Willie style. <laughs> but yeah, I think... That's I it. You think it's going to be a, a three-hander? A triple threat? I think it'll, these may, these will be the main people. I don't... I don't feel like they'll put anyone else think, too big in. This two-hour film would be like, okay, cut and dry, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you call it? The kind of uh, efficiency yeah. of um, economy of storytelling. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right, are you ready to yes, set sail on the high seas of Yes, I am so Korea? ready. This is, I'm so excited for this. And I don't know anything about the story, but I'm so excited because it's Nicolas Cage. I hear that voice and hear how that sounds once he's sat through two hours <laughs> of Con Air. Coming in a bit. Bye. For now. What was. No, sorry, we're not going to stop right now. Why are you making bloody noise? I knocked the bag and I was well, like, I'll knock your bag. I thought the mic That's not your bag. Out. I'll knock your bag later. <laughs> I want to start the movie. Let's start the movie. Well, you I'm know movie, what? I'm movie mad, so come on. I am refusing to start the movie until you learn your lesson. <laughs> we don't get to watch Conair until you start to react properly to normal things. You act like a normal child, or we're turning this car around right now, and we'll never see Conair again. Again? We've not even seen I've it. I've seen once. it many times. Many times. I can recite the entire film for you if you want. Not no, you know what? I'll act out for you. No, I'll do no, interpretive dance. Put the disc in, please. Will you be a good boy? I will. Will you be a very good boy? Promise. You know what very good boys will do? Watch Connor. They will. Yeah. In two hours' time, we'll be back. After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. I see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives. Me, Regis and Kathy Lee's in a genuine 2020 interviewee. What you looking at, punk? Nothing. I was just admiring your cage. But one wrong flight. Stewardess, what's the in-flight movie today? <laughs> can ruin your whole day. Welcome to Con Air. Thank you, and have a pleasant flight. So we just took a flight. <laughs> With Con Air. It's the only way to go. That was so much fun. I mean, that was, yeah, that was so much fun. But um, Nicolas Cage wasn't as Nicolas Cage as I was hoping. It was kind of restricted. Yeah. It was a serious car. Yeah. But there was that one moment, was it early on, when he's about to leave prison? And the other guy's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And You're getting down now. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was full cage. Out of the plane. That was, that was for, for like five seconds, he became Nicholas Cage. I thought you were talking about the uh, the moment when he steps out of the plane. And he oh, just feels he, the wind He steps in his out, of the bus out of the bus. To get on the plane. And for the first time in seven years. <laughs> Got the wind in my hair, my long, gorgeous hair. <laughs> that accent was just. Baby, oh baby, I'm gonna come and find you. It was appallingly good. Got the bunny back in the box. See that? Because I used to watch that part so much as a child. The whole being on the airplane sequence before the boneyard, mm. after he's done the whole thing, that would be the stuff I'd watch on TV all the time. <laughs> and that was just so oh, iconic. Put the bunny back in the box, there was the thing. There are so many moments in this that are just like instantly classic for me now. Um, oh, it's fucking great. 
Yeah. So I just, so good. Um, <laughs> shall we start from the beginning, right? Let's start from the start and take it away. Well, Nicholas Cage, he is a soldier of some sort. He is a, is a ranger? Ranger. Park ranger. He's a park ranger. He's looking for Yogi Bear. Oh, um. <laughs> gotta get them picnic baskets. He's swapping them all the time. Come on, let's go to Yellowstone. Then he accidentally, he accidentally punches Yogi Bear's nose a bit too hard. Oh, hey, boo-boo, I'm going to take a... Oh, yeah, put the big old body back in its hutch. But to be fair, it was Yogi Bear's fault. He shouldn't have hit on his wife. And Look, Yogi Bear would dress like that. It was going to happen to him eventually. He should have known. Yes, so he's a big old... Muscular, sexy, hunk of a man, yeah. Nicholas Cage. With short hair. Like, yeah, because yeah. he's a proper professional army guy. Yeah. He's just been let go from the army. The war's over. He's done. Yeah. What does he do? He goes back to the bar to see his girlfriend and listen to Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> that felt really and out of place. I breathe without you. <laughs> it felt so out of place. I wanna know. But I still liked it. How do I Oh. That is so 90s to throw a song like that in there in the middle of it and, you know, a non-diegetic track to just have, like, yeah, it's there, it's in the soundtrack, we're not going to acknowledge it, we're just going to have it there and it's got to be an emotional moment for the film as well. (laughs) And then these kind of crazy guys see that the girl they used to hang out with is with this big old Garmy guy in his uniform and think, yeah, we'll take him. (laughs) We're three drunks in Redneck County, we'll take the army man. And then he um, he gets arrested. Well, no, he has to do something to get arrested. Well, he, he kills him. Yeah, well, he, he, he doesn't just kill him. He gives him the nose job. He puts <laughs> his, slams his hand on the guy's nose, making his cartilage stab into his brain. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that in a film before. Oh, I've got to show you. I mean, they're mostly snuff films, but I've got to show you. And, of course, you know, the, the creepy attorney that he's got, the lawyer. Yeah. like... Oh, you could get like one of three years. That's about it. Yeah. Take the point. I don't get it because he says, "Just say you did it," and he's like, "No, I didn't do it." But you, you, you did though. No, he does. He takes the plea. But then he gets he seven to ten years. No, yeah, because because what they say is because of your army training, you are oh, technically right, a lethal okay. weapon, right. and you should know that you can't go into a fight because you are a lethal weapon, and you should know that you're going to kill someone. <laughs> So because of that, you'll get seven years, because fuck you, you work for us, and now you've killed someone. The government can't have killers. Ah, right, so the lawyer was being a lying ass. No, the lawyer was thought that the system would work for him, but the judge was a big, right, little right, git. So yeah, he's in prison for seven years. Seven years of yoga. And growing hair, but no beard. No beard, just long, glorious hair, and, and writing stubble. letters. Yep. And learning Spanish and origami. Yeah, <laughs> origami. And eating pink snowballs. Snowballs are really tasty, by the way. Don't know if That's how you eat that. I've never had them. I haven't had the uh, the chocolate inside ones, but I've had the white snowballs. They're really nice. They're just coconut and kind of like cream. And I like I've never been a fan of coconut. It's oh, too... well, then you're not going to like them then because it's all about coconut. Coconut's delicious. <laughs> it's too, like, not chewy, but like... It... Crunchy, chunky, because it sticks. Yeah. 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 The flavour. How do you feel about the flavour? I don't mind flavour, it's just the, the texture of it, really. Well, I mean, these are more cakey based, so there's oh, more right. flavour. It's got a bit of the coconut flakes in there, but they're not as much. Yeah. Because it's, you know, hostess, so it's cheap and artificial. I was thinking more sort of bounties, right? Yeah, 
chocolate bounty are delicious. I finally had a dark chocolate bounty recently. I never, I'd never liked dark chocolate, they, but to have that. Didn't know they did dark chocolate wrappers. Yeah, they're the red wrappers. Oh, right. mm. And, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Suddenly it's like, oh, dark chocolate works with coconut as well. It turns out everything works with coconut. Take mm. coconut, pineapple, bit of rum. Whoa, you've got a drink going there. It's called a pina colada, and I love them. And having walks in the rain. Call well, me. I love how Connor has just gave us that material. <laughs> I forgot we were talking about Connor for a bit. I was just thinking about coconuts and yeah. oh, mm, a hostess snowball. Um, I do love a snowball. Do you like a snowball? As in actual snow? Or do you like two snowballs? Just in the mouth. What's I, your preference? I do not like snow. What's your preference on balls? <laughs> I don't mind. No, okay, right. Well, we're getting somewhere, <laughs> guys. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we've got to the title, haven't we? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. now we're getting the credits. Yeah. Because now you're starting to see the cast pop up in the name yeah. of the things. So you thought uh, maybe John C. McGinney would pop up. You were close. Yeah. MC Gainey. I mean, the name's almost the same. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I think it's just him with. A with a big old moustache and giant face <laughs> just John C. McGinley a swamp thing Cole Meany I that was I didn't expect that he's a he's a strange one <laughs> he really his is his career is particularly peculiar because the only thing I sort of really recall him from is um, Alan Partridge Alpha Papa right yeah that's that's the first thing that pops I, I remember head. when that trailer came about I thought wow that's a good get Cole Meany because I forgot oh yeah, he he's also you know he is Irish he does do a lot of homegrown stuff but you think mm. oh Cole Meany yeah he does these kind of small parts in big action movies at times yeah. So, yeah no of course he can do Alan Partridge he probably watched that stuff as well yeah I'm an idiot hi <laughs> but yeah Cole Meany yeah that was a kicker that was brilliant he appears in driving a sports car, giving a middle finger basically to John Cusack, and then parking in a disabled spot. <laughs> like, that is how you write someone without giving them any line of dialogue. You've got the character right there on the paper immediately. How brilliant is that? This film is all about, before they even open their mouth, you know exactly who they are Film. Yeah. That's great writing. Yeah. Where's that in Suicide Squad, guys? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, how many weeks has it been since Suicide Squad now? Oh, not enough. Not enough. Suicide Squad 2 out next year probably <laughs> just throw it out there do you think they nah they won't oh they'll definitely make another one or they'll make like spin-offs I, I I'm hoping dead shit by uh, I'm hoping by like Justice League they'll completely scrap it all and be like right let's start again because oh clearly... boy well Ezra Miller's gonna be pissed yeah you know, that's a paycheck that he's earned at this point already <laughs> he just needs to get that so he can get rid of that and start doing more independent films I miss Ezra Miller doing good things already they could still do it, but like just completely reboot it, but still have Ezra Miller in it. Okay, he can play Superman. I'd love to see a Superman. That would be good. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see him wearing tights. What? <laughs> so, right, so we've got Cole Meany. We do. Character, as Kicker. Um, as Kicker is his license plate. And then we get introduced to the main villains of the piece well we get introduced okay. John Cusack Cole Meany and a bunch of white guys who have right, yeah. suits sit down and get the dossier for what's going to appear who's going to be arriving on the VIP experience that is Con Air's first outing <laughs> we have Diamond Dog yep oh That's, boy Nathan uh... Jones everybody <laughs> I wrote that stuff down I was wow. taking extreme notes <laughs> Diamond Dog he is Ving Rhames he is angry black man Yep. He's written a novel 
about the hatred of the white yes. people. Yes. A yes. novel which is said to possibly be adapted with Denzel Washington. Do you know what would be better the if they said Bing Rames is in talks? Yeah, but no one would believe Bing <laughs> Rames would be in a movie like that. You know, he's not got the star power to lead a movie. <laughs> Denzel. Oh, man, he's one gun. He's a magnificent one. He's what other numbered titles has he got going on? Um. Did the right thing, though. What other movie titles? Well, if you get One Gun and Magnificent One, then you get The Equaliser. And that equalises two. Two, John Q. (laughs) Are we roaming now? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we've got... Right, so we've got... Uh, Vin- no, not Vincent Vega. What am I thinking? Marcellus Wallace. Oh my Wallace. god. Marcellus oh my Wallace. god. What do you know about Pulp Fiction? <laughs> and how does it lead into two Pulp Fiction cast members at least being in this film? <laughs> what, do I, what do I know about it? Yeah. Well, I know it's, this has got Marcellus Wallace and Buddy Holly. That it does. That it does. Kind of awkward to have Buddy Holly on a plane. <laughs> the, the definition of irony, I would state. <laughs> Is the actor who played Buddy Holly in a move in a role where he was playing as an actor, is now playing an act playing a role on a plane, where he used to be Buddy Holly and now he's there. Is that is that close to anything I think close? So. I think because so. that fucking Ryan dialogue is atrocious. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't come in for a while. Let's not talk about him yet. He's he's going no, uh, yeah, Culver City. Is it Culver City? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. Anywhere. He's dotted but, around. Can we talk about the big? Villain of the piece. Oh, you mean Billy the Bedlam? Best name. No, <laughs> Billy Bedlam, the mur- no, the guy who found his wife cheating on him, didn't kill the wife, drove all the way two towns over to kill her entire family. <laughs> Billy Bedlam. Don't even remember who played him. Who gives a fuck? He's just like a no-name white guy. No-name white guys. Yeah, but no one has killed more men than cancer, surely. I don't think there's anyone who could lay claim to killing more men than cancer. Who no, surely? Who who would ever? Someone say that who said that themselves. would have to have the ability to act like nobody's business and be amazing <laughs> at everything he does. And I don't think there's anyone in this film named I don't know. John Malkovich. I don't know if that's a name in the film. Or Cyrus the Virus. So I would suggest Cyrus the Virus has killed more men than cancer. John Malkovich is still open to interpretation. Mm, He's killed a lot of people. (laughs) I mean, that's fair to say. Everyone who made Eragon, he wanted to make sure they forgot that process very quickly. And everyone who saw Eragon. No, nobody saw Eragon. That was fine. He was waiting there in the cinema every time with a gun and he was just checking his watch because no one was coming for that. Holy shit. (laughs) Eragon, <laughs> it's still out on DVD and I think probably got a Blu-ray release eventually to try and bulk up numbers. <laughs> Who could care? Who could fucking care? <laughs> and of course we have um, Johnny 23. Now I'm Johnny, <laughs> I'm Johnny 22. Oh, so come October. I, I see that I'll on your wrist. <laughs> well, are you excited to me if you told the truth, Johnny? He's really Johnny 600. Let's make you Johnny 601. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's not what you're saying. Danny um, Trejo plays Mexican rapist. Mexican rapist, 23 rapes, and he's incorporated that into his name. And he's incorporated that into a tattoo on his arm with a love heart for everyone he has raped. I thought they Sorry, were going to... Every bitch he has raped. Yeah. I thought they were going to put um, in the credits, 
Johnny 23 and a half. <laughs> oh, he almost got there. He's so close. Oh, every time he's so close to killing Guard Bishop, he decides, you know what, I'm going to go rape him instead, and then he always doesn't. And I love Guard Bishop. There wasn't a point where she says... Guard um, Bishop, by the way, he's a character name. Where she says, oh, um, my name's not Guard. My name's... Um, Guard isn't a name. It's a job title or something. She goes, my name's Bishop. And I'm just there like... But Bishop's a job title too. So. It is, yes. So she's technically got no name. Yeah. But she's got two jobs. And in this two economy, jobs. that really helps. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. <laughs> you know what? Women in the workplace. I say, okay, that's fair enough. What will they do for me? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, I, I didn't make notes all the way through, but I did note some uh, highlighted quotes. Oh boy, it's the first quote that's going to be the one in which we get to soon because now all the convicts are on the plane, the plane is in the air and John Malkovich has ripped out a bit of nail from his palm. Yeah, right, yep. John, John Malkovich has oh. ripped a nail from his palm. So his finger rings. Uh, they've taken over the plane. They've slit a guard, the medic guard's throat with the handcuff. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really nice. And, and Nicolas Cage is with his cellmate who is also flying out who is diabetic and needs insulin the entire film so that's yeah. fun that's a useless runner it's, does that does it really inhabilitate them that much it can do because he didn't have it he didn't have it last night as well so uh, it's already right, okay. including him uh, okay right. and of course you know he as soon as he gets it he gets another shot as well yeah that's fun <laughs> <laughs> sorry we, we're going way ahead we've got an hour and a half to get there but yeah my first quote is if your dick jumps out of the, your pants you jump out of this plane. Oh, said Cyrus to... the virus, Johnny Twenty Three. I, I can imagine it's Johnny Twenty Three. It's no yeah. one else. Yeah. Put the body back in the box. It's not about Johnny Twenty Three. <laughs> it could be. It could be. He's like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Want to see my bunny? Um, I'm giving that bunny to my daughter later. Oh God. <laughs> Rate more girls than Cyrus the virus. So, so they've taken over and they've got all the guards locked up. Some and of the guards locked up. Some, some of them are dead. Are, yeah. So the prisoners all, are dead. all the lifeguards locked up. Yes. Um, Bishop's still alive. She's chained, yeah. handcuffed, ready to yeah. be raped. Yeah. That's always fun. <laughs> That's a nice thing to have in a film. Thank you, film. Um, Sexual violence threat throughout the entire film. Yeah. Yeah. The um, 90s. It was okay. But they have to make a stop. They, they do. They have to stop off. They've got one stop and they too. they have to let six people off. They do. And they have to be white with gotta black be, hoods over there. Gotta be white. <laughs> You've got to have black hoods. Yep. And taped up. Yep. But they're getting a couple of people added to the crew while they're doing that. Yeah. So that's fun. But speaking of being taped up, speaking mm-hmm. of tape... Um, we didn't old... mention the DEA agent who's on board. Oh, yeah. Yep. The fake DEA the fake the, the real DEA agent. The fake prisoner who was the who, DEA uh, agent. Who was refused to allow a gun until Cole Meany did a tap down on him as he boarded the plane and gave him a gun. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Johnny was playing with his... <laughs> Own little My tube. tube. <laughs> Once you pop, just can't stop. Just can't, just can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to make a stop, and um, Nick, what's his name? Uh, Poe. Cameron Poe. Po. <laughs> his name's Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. My best friend slips. and brother is Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> he wrote The Raven. <laughs> he slips a. Uh, a, what is it, he slips in? A, well, he grabs he he grabs a the wire the recording the recording tape from the DA agent who's been killed at this point because he's stupid, 
and he uh, slips it into the guard's prison jacket whilst claiming that he's trying to get it back the picture of his daughter that the guard took on, off from him earlier, which he's already done, so that's fine. <laughs> now he's just doing it again for all the other people to see. And so he puts out the tape there, so someone knows what's going on. Yeah. Someone must find out. Nicholas Cage is a good guy, even though you yeah. know it's June 14th and he's got to get his freedom back. He's going to see his daughter on her birthday. Yeah, he June could have 14th. got off the plane. On June didn't. 14th, he could have got yeah. off the plane on June 14th. On June 14th. Yeah. Guys, June 14th. <laughs> um, so he... he um, but then before they set off again, Ooh. they have to pick up some new characters. Uh, one of whom... I would say new fodder. New fodder. Oh, we haven't even mentioned Dave Chappelle, by the way. Dave Chappelle. Pinball. He's there from the start. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's Dave Chappelle. He's, he's doing yeah, he's, uh, he's doing the comedy black guy thing. Yeah, he uh, he There's he an angry black guy in comedy. He black takes guy. out he, some strings from his mouth and takes out a condom full of gas, pours it over yeah. the uh, Native American guy sitting next to him, and sets him on fire. And says, "Oh no, the last of the Mohicans is alive. It's burning." <laughs> this is uh, boy. Can you imagine how funny that reference was back then? That's that's one of those things that's like oh. <laughs> That's a modern reference. We'll throw that in. <laughs> All the prisoners know the last of the Mohicans. They're big Michael Mann fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they have to bring in new people while Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle is trying to have lunch outside in another hangar. Taking the transponder yeah. out. Swamp Thing, takes the tra- Swamp Thing gets on board. Yeah. He's the, he knows how to fly, so they get rid of the pilots. Yeah. And he, they take the transponder so no one can follow them, puts it onto a family-run airplane next door, and mm-hmm. he takes that and starts flirting with the girl there, because, you know, he's black, she's black. That's how they do it in these films. It can't be... It can't ever be anything Never. else, can it? I mean, that's Never. always the way. Um, so while all this is happening, Steve Buscemi... Who? Steve, Steve Buscemi, rather, pops up. Well, this van comes up, and everyone's like, well, this is a new delivery, who's this? Oh, my goodness, what is this? This monster... Man who makes the Manson family. No, 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 no. Well, that's, that's before we. St- His name is Garland Green. Garland Green. That was he's it. in a van that's padded out. He's got a chair. He's got a muzzle on him, and he's got a straight jacket on. And it's not just what he. They say the way he killed people makes the Manson family. That was it. Look Looked like, the, like part. the Partridge family. <laughs> we both grabbed to our pens <laughs> for that one. That is. Apparently, he went to states. Wearing a girl's head as a hat. <laughs> that is an impeccable drive, to be honest. You have to stop off the gas at some point, I assume, and wearing that hat, people might turn and go, wait, that's not a new fashion design. That's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> How do you reckon it was done? Was it from the jaw up? Like the top of the jaw, the mouth kind of thing, to wear over, like a hood? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be like the face would be the visor. Yeah. And the scalp would be yeah. kind of like, How would you, if you were, Johnny, to wear a girl's head as a hat and drive two states over, how would you do it? I would sort of make it as a top hat. So Ooh, you'd have fetching. To, you'd have a rim. Which would be like uh, our, our bottom jaw. No, just, so, a, just a rim, but, oh, okay. but the head attached. Oh, okay. Like, like if the head is on a spike and you're presenting it, but with a top hat style of fashion. Yeah, prestige. with sort of black cardboard. Okay, how are you putting your... Cause, I mean, I'm going to do this as a visual bit. Yeah. But you've got your rim there, and you've got the top of your head up there. Yeah. Uh, you've got this slight incline. You're going to have to do some scraping. No, it's it's a balancing act. Is what How is. are you going to drive perfectly to that States Over? That is what makes... I think you're going to need... What's his name again? Garland Green. Garland Green. Even... 
more. Johnny, I think you might need some super glue. I think last week's film taught us what super glue <laughs> you might need. <laughs> Go back and to that episode. <laughs> last week's episode. Happiness. <laughs> Look for Philip Seymour Hoffman and you're sorted. Oh, welcome to Con Air. <laughs> I'm going to make you con out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so they. um. They, they take flight in the dust. Yeah, they very nearly get found out, and they're like, "Well, we got to run now. Let's leave Dave Chappelle behind. Let's leave Pimble. Yeah, well, do you hear a plane going? <laughs> he starts running. He he gets the he runs to the window of the bird he's Native a American. Damn good he's, runner. Well, I mean, of course he is. He's thin. He's spindly. He's got those kind of legs that can just run anywhere. Yeah, I assume he's got a good workout routine in prison. Hmm. He's got to be, you know, to run around and do that stuff. We haven't mentioned. Um, Still can't dance or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, Sally can't dance. Yeah, Sally can't dance. Who is there just as a? The I don't. Filipino bitch of the prison. Yeah. Who really whose first instinct as soon as he gets freedom later on is to find some clothes and get a dress on. Of course, I first mean that's thing. everyone's first instinct. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm going to yeah. do after this podcast. One of yeah. of this podcast. Yeah. Slip on a dress, <laughs> do a bit of dancing to some Leonard Skinnerd. Exactly. Right. So they set off again, and and Dave Chappelle is trying to wave down the Native American who is now not very happy with being burnt up by this guy, and doesn't give him any kind of time of day. Yeah. In fact, I think he looks back at him and starts to cry, and realizes he's just trash. He's just trash on the field. Mm -hmm. Reference. Um, so Pinball's gone. He's lost in yep. ages. So they're up in the air again, but something's wrong. They're trailing the... something. It's it's awkward. They're just not picking up the speed. They're going. They need to get two hundred and twenty-seven miles an hour. They're only going two hundred and five. Yeah. They'll never get to the boneyard in time. And there is something or someone stuck in mean. the uh, landing gear. So I think it's probably something. There can't be someone. Oh. That would be humanly impossible. Wow. I 100% guarantee you, I've seen this film, there is no one down there. Well, good old Ving Vames Wing, goes down to check and he brings Cameron. Cameron. Because he doesn't want to go along with him. Cyrus says, go and check it, and Ving's like, oh no, thank you. And Cyrus reminds him he's got a gun. So <laughs> Ving Rames goes, hey, Cage, come check it. And he's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> whatever. So Cage gets down. They find a body. There's a body. There's a there's a fake corpse. Fake corpse. Halfway hanging with out. A plain white t-shirt on. Oh my goodness! What a perfect and thing to have. With a pen in his pocket. I mean, as you like, do. That's how I would die. Like. And not just a biro pen or anything. It's mm. a sharpie. It's a proper like, nice yeah. marker pen. Like yeah. Real thick, permanent stuff. Yeah. So that's that's pinball, by the way. If you couldn't guess at this point, <laughs> it turns out I was wrong. Hundred percent wrong. Pinball got caught up in the landing gear. <laughs> so. <laughs> So Ving Rames decides, I'll leave. I'll leave Nicholas Cameron Poe yep. to do stuff here and get rid of the body. Because I found my personal items. Busy myself over this side. There's, there's a bunch of boxes here with everyone's personal items. I found the uh, the prison bitches' sunglasses. I wear them. <laughs> I'll look cool in them now. I've got a gun. So Cameron uh, takes pen, writes down, and. Dear Cassie, <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> from Dead Body. <laughs> P.S. Do you like my human origami? And then bends Dave Chappelle into a swan. <laughs> Let you pull his penis and suddenly moves his head. And he sticks on um, Cusack's name for good measure. Yep. Vincent Larkin. Drops the body. They're going to such and such airfield. Yep. Which one is it? Linfield? Linfield sounds right. Lincoln Park? Where are they going to Lincoln Park? Lincoln Park, Park. yeah. Yep. 
Oh no! I can't wait till they get there. So meanwhile, um, he drops it. He drops the it. body. Just floats free from the <laughs> plane. <laughs> great shot, by the yeah. way. Yeah, in that kind of nineties superimposed special effects stuff. Really great. Really yeah. cool. Um, but meanwhile, Cole Meany and Co are looking for the plane with the tracker of the transponder. And they're hunt- the transponder, transponder, and it's going over the Grand Canyon. So they are off in search. Um, while John Cusack is convinced they're going the other way. How is he convinced? What does he know? <laughs> well, because the body has yet to hit the ground, yeah. Johnny. Yeah, We've got to talk about the body is in gravity's full, and suddenly it's the guy gets really good eyesight. The guy <laughs> gets a burst shit on his wind mirror and complains. Every time he gets it waxed, <laughs> it happens. And nothing else can go wrong today. He starts driving forward, car, and then Dave Chappelle hits him in the car, and three other cars hit him as well. <laughs> Brilliant. And a tyre runs off and hits him in the boot as well. It's just a perfect <laughs> cataclysmic car crash. And then the cops claim, call him up and go, Hey, Larkin, your name's on a dead body. Um, also the name of the runway. Maybe go there. <laughs> and then John Cusack, of course, is always willing to follow the dead bodies. Of course. He, he loves dead bodies. Yeah, who doesn't? He is a big Neon Demon fan. <laughs> that same measure. <laughs> Jenna Malone was based off of John Cusack and how is he going to get to the airfield in like no time I mean 50 minutes apparently everyone at the place he's working at is out of helicopters and planes at the moment because they're, they're sat around the they're all sat around the plane <laughs> but it's engine's kind of open so yeah. the paneling would take like five minutes to put on and they don't have five minutes <laughs> because Carl Meany's following the tourist airplane yeah. full of old women and children mm. and stuff <laughs> It wouldn't have been great if they'd shot it down instead, oh just accidentally, it... just like, right, boom, ah, we got it, oh, shit. Oh, man, that would be a dark turn. <laughs> we can make an entire film about that. <laughs> Cole Mooney having to be reported and deal with that stuff and sweep it under the rug because of all the paperwork and because he's DEA, he can do anything he wants, he feels like he's empowered by everything. And all these families just want the answers, they keep complaining, and they keep waiting for someone, and slowly but surely, Cole Mooney hires people to silence them. <laughs> And he knows. He he lives with these demons every night. He goes to bed, drinking a giant bottle of whiskey and hearing the screams of reminding himself the plane crashing down and all those bodies charred trying to crawl out of the rubble. But it's okay because he's got his car and it's not like anyone's going to steal his car. It's fine because the ass kicker's going to be fine. Yeah. Even though, you know what, it'll take take you about 50 minutes in a fast car to get there, John Cusack. Here's that. Rushes to his car. (laughs) And then next to his car is the ass kicker, and he goes, "Oh, I should probably take that one instead because film." Yes, <coughs> this mean, would look better, <laughs> and it does. It does. I mean, it John really Cusack does. looks good in anything. He looks like he's in a toy car. In it, to be honest, he does. He does. <laughs> Everyone that gets in it looks like they're in a toy car. <laughs> a cold, mini action figure. Yeah, <laughs> God, which Steve Buscemi can have tea with. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, Sorry, that's so they get to the airfield. Um, they land really awfully. Yes, they uh, bump into the tower. Bump into of, the tower. Um, where John Cusack has already found the dead body there. And yep. the microphone has been disabled. And just as another plane is coming to land the other way. <laughs> it's a small plane. He's they asking ch- chicken. whatever friend his name who is dead now who runs the tower there. He's like, you know, Phil. Phil, can you hear me? I'm coming in. And he looks up and suddenly Conair's coming in. Oh, Conair, it'll do that to you. So Conair so, has to, slow, is slowly descending, has, quickly has to do a bump up and then bump down yeah. again. It's, it's just perfect. Pretty, yeah. 
They dig themselves into a massive ditch. They almost hit the nose on the propane tank. Yeah, very nearly. Oh, so So close. close. Um, (laughs) So they have to figure that out. Uh, And were they there to refuel? They've got to refuel as well a little bit. Um, And they're also waiting because uh, Cyrus and Diamond Dog and this Colombian guy they picked up from correctionals for the second drop have assigned... Uh, whatever from someone in Colombia to for immunity, and right. so they're waiting for the guy yep. there who's got a fast plane and will fly those guys off. That was it, yeah. But meanwhile, um... Diamond Dog is going to shoot the guards while they're there as well to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's Steve Buscemi. Wanders he just, off just wanders off through the nothingness of the desert into a swimming pool, into an a empty park. empty swimming pool, an empty swimming pool, yep. at a trailer park. Because yeah. he sees a girl there, and he leans on the fence, and he thinks, "Oh, I could give her a tuna sandwich." <laughs> and then they sing, "He's got the whole world in his hands together." Nice cup of tea. While having tea, and he says, "He's what, for, for the sickness he's got. There's no medicine for that." Yeah. And then, Poor fella. and then, while all this is happening, I mean, that's shit's going down. Sure. Nick Cage is trying to find some insulin for his buddy yeah. and a syringe. No, they've got the insulin, haven't they, from the medical thing? Yeah, they've got the insulin. They just, they he just needs syringe. Right, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and he go he the first, <laughs> the first, uh, first aid kit he finds is oh, yes. full of onions. <laughs> Why? In a medical tent. Why? It's signed with a bloody red cross and everything. It's like someone went in there when Nicholas Cage is going to come by here one day, and he's going to be looking. <laughs> I'm Jay Lugfield. This is the Nicholas Cage <laughs> onion trick. Welcome to Jackass. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. But bow. How long is he going to take? Bow, bow, bow. But bow, but bow. I was thinking Three episodes more. later. I was thinking more. Ashton Kutcher. Welcome to Punk. Oh, fuck that guy. A plus K? Fuck him. <laughs> Punk is a bad jackass. Yeah. <sighs> so, um. So he, find, he still can't find this needle. But then he does. This needle? This needle. Oh. Yeah. I loved him from Gollum. <laughs> Uh, he eventually Blimey. finds one in a um a no, he, he well we've got a long way to go before that really? oh my god are you kidding me are you do you not remember well okay. I mean he's, he meets up with um so first John Cusack, John Cusack sees yeah. him running around and they go and uh, discover that oh shit there's a whole oh, place yeah, of uh, Colombians yeah. hanging out with a plane Kill them first. Yeah, so they, they have a mini standoff. That's fun. And then they have a conversation about how good they are together. Yeah. But, you know, Nicholas Cage only trusts two guys. Him. Who's the other guy? I don't know. It's never told. That's the sequel's job. <laughs> Is there a sequel? I was wondering. I'm writing was... a sequel right now. <laughs> Corner 2. Cage, Cusack, and the other guy. <laughs> Who's the other guy? I'm going to give it mystery and if it comes out, it's Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I'll hold a gun to your head and not shoot it. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this standoff and then uh, Cusack says oh you might find a needle in a haystack no he does not Yeah, he doesn't even mention the needle that's not important no, no. He, 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 who mentions the needle we'll get to that because okay. then Cusack's like you know keep doing what you're doing you're doing good help us out here and Cage's like sure get me back home and he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've talked to your wife and daughter Yeah, that's fine they're on our side as well we're all working together guys so then Cage rushes off to the restaurant. Have a look around there, the petrol station yeah. cafe. Right, yep. And then 
<laughs> then the Colombian who's run off from the prison rushes to the plane, sees the dead bodies, gets inside and discovers there's one guy left there. And they start the plane and start to fly off. Kusek sees the plane fly off, grabs a, finds a crane, pulls it down, knocks the yeah. tail off the plane. Cyrus looks over and goes, that's my fucking plane! <laughs> Watches the plane crash in to the petrol station where Cage is. Cage rushes, he dives through the top window of a door, <laughs> somehow perfectly, as the, as the building explodes. Like, he, you see the body and the explosion are united. Yeah. And slides under a car where there's an old man hiding under the car. And then he throws a boomerang through the window as well. And he throws that boomerang around the corner. And uses, gets his iPhone out to look at it. Yeah. And it's per- pitch perfect quality. Even though he's been in prison, he somehow has a fucking iPhone. He so- somehow has his iPhone. And, you know, then he discovers that Viola Davis was actually inside the uh, plane the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Which has been really awkward. <laughs> and the old man is saying, "Oh, there's, there's a syringe in the fire truck medical container thing." Then he's saying, "Just stay here and don't do anything." That's easy for you to say. I need to take a piss. Grrr, I'm old. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> Why am I being a dick? I love this film so fucking. So he finally <laughs> finds his needle. He gets the needle. Needle. Yay! Needle. And he gets himself back on the plane. No. No. Danny Trejo is walking to the plane first because. He's got to get in there. Everyone else is out, you know, right. doing stuff, watching this plane happen, and also seeing that there is a massive amount of army people coming over. Yeah. So they're formating a plan using Coca-Cola cans and a rock and some <laughs> sticks. That they're going to get it, lead them into the boneyard and trap them in there with explosions uh, yeah. and shit and propane. Yeah. Meanwhile, Danny Trejo takes upon himself to walk into that plane and try and fight Bishop again. <laughs> got, got to get some. Just as he's about to. Just he's about to. Here comes Cameron. Hey, everybody. I've got some insulin and I've got something for you, too. Ka-cha! <laughs> yeah. Let's have a fight. And then he chains Jenny Trejo up. And then gives the guy insulin. <laughs> and then everyone's getting ready to shoot everybody. With methane. It's everything. <laughs> they fart in their general direction, <laughs> certainly. And then they give each other a lot of bullets. Shit goes down. Yeah, it does, literally. Until, until John Cusack gets into a giant bulldozer and uses that to, as a shield for all the army <laughs> people to get through. <laughs> but it's fine, because Cusack has... Uh, sorry, Cage has, while they've done that, tied yes. one of the anchors, the string, the chains, around a little bit of rock. <laughs> so that's going to keep the plane yeah. going, right? Perfect. That's going to stop it down, so it's not. it's got a restraint on it, so when you try to fly... Yeah. Credits. That's it. Yeah. It's like it changes up and it goes, Connor's down. <laughs> Done. If only. No, that would mean a half hour of this film is not yeah. there. And we won that half hour. But instead, uh, they all get back on the plane because it's like, okay, good. Our job is done. We've killed everyone. Yeah. And they shoot off the rock. They, they, they realise they're tied down. They shoot off the rock. And they're up in the air again. They're up in the... No, well, the chain... Fly the chain doesn't actually shoot off completely. Oh it's yeah, still no, yeah. Off. The rock flies well, they're away. Yeah, but they're up in the air, and then the chain hits onto the ass kicker. Ass kicker, poor ass kicker. That ass kicker is taken up with him. Cole Meany sees this and says, "That can't be mine. That can't be mine. Mine's in the office." Mine's, yeah. Nicholas Cage looks over and watches the plane being dragged by them. What does he say? On any other day, oh, this yeah. is the strangest thing I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Colmina oh, sh- is still convinced. We have that, Why would I park my car here? We've completely forgot that the Bedlam Barry, where Billy Bedlam has already dead at this point as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> we've already we've missed. You know they go down back down the flight panel before they even land. Yeah. And you know he's just you know Billy Bedlam's just just really not sure that Cameron Poe is who he says he is. Yeah. At all because he discovers he's actually not a fifteen year murderer. He's a seven year good guy who's about to go parole, and he's taken the bunny out of the box. And that's the entire thing. Oh man, how could we forget that? Right, we forgot the entire wow. point is he's got all of Put the bunny back in the Cameron box. Cameron Poe's good personal items are taken out with Billy Bedlam so you can look around and he just gets down there and goes, Put the bunny back in the box. They have a fight. He impales Billy Bedlam onto a gas or air. Yeah, pipe. it was it was pumping out gas. Pumping out some and dry ice or something. I was hoping it would be pumping out gas but like like sputters of yeah. Yeah. But first, before he does that, while he gets Billy Bedlam onto that pipe, is he kind of, he kind of does a roundhouse kick, but one where he's on his ha- he's doing a, a handstand, yeah, a bicycle kick <laughs> into the guy's face, knocking backwards onto that pipe. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. It's like some athletic shit. And then he just looks at him and goes, "I told you to put the bunny back in the box." Catchphrase. Wasn't it? Why didn't you put the bunny back? In I told you. Oh. It would have been easier. <laughs> I'm going to take a monologue on you. The body should have been in the box all along. So they're up in the air, and then um, the George the car... Clooney's explaining why he doesn't need any suitcases. Yep. And the car gets uh, detached. It certainly does. Falls, wouldn't you know it, right in front of Cole Meany. Upside down. Upside down. And the... And John Cusack plate... is there. Next to them as well. Yeah. Like, oh, God, <laughs> no, I'm going to be found out. John Cusack's just looking every other direction. Uh <laughs> don't know where that, how that ended up here. Scuffs his shoes and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> After this, I'm going to kill you, he says. He's not happy about that. <laughs> so they get in the into their helicopters and start chasing Conair. And this is where it gets to Las Vegas. Oh, we've got a bit... Which, well, they're Isn't just about. Just about. No, because now... You know, now John Malkovich knows someone on the plane yeah. has been telling the police... Yeah, because they find um, the crayoned letter about August, was it the 15th? June 14th. June 14th. Why I was seeing my daughter on June 14th on her birthday. I have found this letter and I'm going to kill anybody. <laughs> and thus, Cameron Poe is about to be exposed until his best friend, the insulin guy, steps up and says he's done it. He's been this guy the entire time. As if he gets another shot. This one is uh, not yeah. penicillin, not insulin. No. It's lead. Yeah. Not quite as healthy, that one. No, They're not kind really. Of, uh, I, I question Cyrus the Virus's doctoring tactics. If that's how he kills cancer. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't kill cancer, does he? He kills people with cancer. That's his job, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a euthanasia expert. He kills people with cancer before the cancer gets properly. Yeah, before the cancer can, you know... Finish to stop. To start the job, he goes. He he eliminates people before they even get cancer to make sure they don't get cancer because their pain is horrible. (laughs) Look at me. I have chemotherapy in my hair. It's for the greater good. The greater good. (laughs) And the helicopter starts shooting at Connie at the same time. Isn't this the part where he holds the bunny up? This is the part where. (laughs) Where everyone else is focused on shooting the helicopters, so Nicolas Cage can run to the front of the place, punch, slap, not punch, but slap Sally can't yeah. dance. Yeah, because he, he goes to punch, but then he goes to punch, and it's like, oh, she's just a sissy. 
Yeah. Stab him instead. And then locks the whole thing down and gets into the plane, puts a gun to Swamp Thing and goes, you know, land this motherfucker. How did they land it? How can you land a plane? Well, hold on. We've missed the part with the bunny again. Which part? Um, Or the bunny goes. Or the bunny dies. Tell me who it is or the bunny dies, isn't it? Oh, I don't even remember that part. With John Malkovich holding the bunny up and oh, the gun like... to the bunny. Does he? Oh, come oh, on. Oh, my God, really? Come on. Oh, yeah. Even I knew that before I'd seen the film. I, oh, I remembered I, I, it I, as it happened. Sorry, something. I was too busy enjoying... <laughs> Join John Cusack in the helicopter cockpit, <laughs> screaming wildly I think with his hands waving around. I think it's when they find out and they and he's saying, "Oh, I'm gonna." No, wait. He takes a guard, doesn't he? He takes a guard. He takes a... When does he have the bunny? I don't know. That's the point. Do you remember it though? I don't. When he holds the bunny up and he's got the gun to the bunny. I don't remember that part. Like, I genuinely don't I remember that part. I even knew about that before I'd seen the film. <laughs> And as it happened again, I was like, oh yeah, I remember seeing this online somewhere. We literally watched it. We <laughs> just finished watching it. I can't remember that part now. It's good to know we're both as bad as each other. All right. I'm worse than you, and I'll show you in many ways how. Okay, so they have to land this plane then. Um, well, I mean, they could land it in Los, Ange- uh, Las Vegas Airport. But no. <laughs> too easy. I mean, that's too far too away. Too easy. They want to... Altitude. They want to make an entrance. Oh yeah, they buy it. They've got to make it cool. I mean, and they want to get to the gambling as soon as possible. And Nicholas Cage sees Las Vegas and immediately wants to drink himself to death. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> drink. Is that a good reference to you? Is that no, it? I'm trying to think. I'll give you a clue. It's called Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. No. I'm gonna go to Las Vegas. I've not seen. I'm not gonna come back. I'm gonna drink myself to death. That's on my list. Holy sh- Oh, I mean, I'm not sure if I can watch it ever again. That's a... Uh, I will get around to it's it. One uh, it's, it's one of those films where you want to sit down and crack a beer and then you realise you never like alcohol ever anymore. <laughs> and everything about life tastes awful. And it's just the worst thing in the world. It's a brilliant film, but... Oh, it's like Requiem for a Dream. Mm. Yep, that's the face mm. you pull. He's yeah. pulling a face that says, I've seen Requiem for a Dream, I know exactly what you're talking about. Holy shit. Yeah. So they need to land this plane. They certainly do. And they've got to make an entrance. Yeah. So they and, uh, go and down. as Nicholas Cage just say, "Viva Las Vegas." <laughs> he's, uh, he's really into the role. Yeah. He's so. Not giving a shit about landing a plane in Las Vegas airstrip. <laughs> and they go all down, down all the Las way down Vegas the strip, strip into a casino. Yeah. And Jason Bourne's already there. Oh, going, what the hell? This is mine, guys. And then the ocean. George just gets off the plane without his suitcase. He goes, "Great, I've got eleven guys. We're going to do something here." <laughs> Brilliant. Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Um. So they land the plane, and it's all fine and good. Yeah. No. There's there's uh nothing else to do. Everyone's yeah. safe. Everyone's out. Credits. Great. Yeah. Nice. If only. If only. The open the roof, which or the bottom of the airplane didn't open up, and then John Malkovich <laughs> pokes his head upside down. <laughs> like a reverse meerkat, and John man- Malkovich, <laughs> and he manages to climb on top of a fire engine. Fire engine, which Swamp Thing is driving, and Ving yeah. Rhames that back off. Yep, and, and they gonna... have a massive chase sequence. Well, um, oh, they. They, they, they start running. John Cusack sees them yeah. running. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is about, he's just seen his family. He's about to go that way, and then he sees them. 
they both rush over to some. There's two. There's a bunch of police bikes. They both get over to them at exactly the same time. Get on them at exactly the same time. They look at each other. They don't <laughs> nod. They are meant to go. Yes, the two of us, the dream team, are going to do this together. Then fist bump, start the engines and drive off. They just start the engines and drive off. They miss an opportunity of a really cool moment. Yeah. But then. Two bikes versus a fire engine. Yeah, in Las Vegas. That's fun. Oh my goodness! And they go through back down the other end of the strip through, through a, tunnel. a tunnel that's being worked on. Yep. So there's not much traffic. Yeah, that's safe. Um, John Malkovich mans the water cannon. There's two other police car yeah. bikes join the chase. So those two police bikes are fodder. Quickly taken out. One gets it in the face. Yep. Right the water in the face. right in the face, just blown off the bike entirely. Yeah. Um. John Malkovich has had time. You know, he's he's uh he's good with his he's, hose. He knows how to spray. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah, he knows how to aim. He's spent a lot of time practicing his spray. Yeah. That's fair. Um Finger Aims is shooting at the back and Nicholas Cage jumps onto the ladder. Yep. John Cusack um, John jumps Cusack onto the side. Jump, yep. As the bike goes under the wheel. And Cusack gets the fire the He gets the hose. fire axe. The fire axe, yep. Well, Nicolas Cage is being stabbed at by John Cusack, uh, by John Malkovich through yep. the uh, like a harpoon through the ladder. Yeah, and he, he splits it in half, and he stabs that fucking thing halfway through John Malkovich's leg. That is the most painful thing. Yeah, watching that, you just think splinters, the pain. Oof. That is nasty. So, um, John Cusack manages to um, axe a hole through the top and doesn't and say he is Johnny. Yeah, exactly, he's fucking John Cusack. I know. Here's Johnny. And he says, pull over right now, or something yes. equally cheesy. And Swamp Thing refuses to, so... So he gets the hose. <laughs> it puts the fire engine on the side, or else it gets the hose again. And it gets the hose again. Oh my and goodness. again, Swamp Thing finally goes back home. <laughs> and... So he's filling up the... Oh my god, if Buffalo Bill was in this film... It's, if that's what happened, if Steve Buscemi was Buffalo Bill the entire way, what, how good would that be? He's, so he's, he's walking down through the desert, and suddenly he hears Q Lazarus playing. He sees this girl, he's just going like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck with I've got the whole world in my hands. And he just touches his crutch. Bow. <laughs> so bow. he fills up the... Um, bow, bow. He fills up the, the whole front carriage with... Um, the cockpit. The cockpit with um, with water, while Nicolas Cage is rising, raising the um, he's raising the ladder, the ladder, having locked, having the handcuffed yep. Malkovich down there. What happened to Ving Rhames? Ving Rhames just got shot. He off just got shot. Off. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. just he's just ceremoniously. Yeah, that's really. the thing. You think well, he's what th- fourth build? Yeah, he's really high up on there because yeah. he's Ving Rhames and he's important the entire way through. And at one point, he's whipping all these people to get the plane out of the boneyard. Yeah. Which is a great shot. Like, here's all these white guys being whipped by a black guy. Yeah. Get it? Just like, yeah, fine. That's, you burn it. So he raises the ladder and crashes John Malkovich through a walkway. He threw this, uh, yeah, casino walkway, which is, of course, yeah. as it's uh, Las Vegas, it's full of yeah. machines. So there's money flying everywhere. Yeah. And everyone's rushing to that. Meanwhile, John Malkovich is thus flung from the ladder. Yeah. Onto, onto electrical wire, so yeah. he's electrocuted first, yeah. and then onto a conveyor belt of metal or, or scrap, yeah, and goes through the scrap thing, and then lands on the floor where a 
big piston thing. A is big, just... a big smashy piston thing to flatten everything. Oh, the scrap metal is there doing its job. Yeah, and Lift part up. of its job is part of its job is to give Cyrus the virus a, a nice head, <laughs> which you can wear through two different states as a hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Finally, like... Nicolas Cage gets to meet his daughter. No, 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 he doesn't. No? Not yet. Because the bunny is walking down all the flooded Las Vegas streets. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just about goes under the storm drain into Almost. the sewer. Until he grabs... We haven't even... On, on Nicolas Cage, on the way to stop to stop the Con Air, before we did, even did that. Do you want... I just remembered. As the, the, his friend is saying, you know, I don't believe in God. I'm going to die now. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, show, he says, oh, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a guard exists. Gets up, starts walking towards the cockpit, and gets shot in the arm and doesn't flinch whatsoever. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. But now, that of course, he's got the arm and wound, and that's killing him while he's trying to grab this yeah. bunny. But it doesn't matter. Oh, that, that, just that yeah, moment is like pure berserker good. cage. But yeah, he grabs the bunny. Sorry grabs about that. Grabs the bunny. Sees Cusack. Yep. They There's shake now hands. three men yep. I trust. Is one of them never me? Find out this second. No, we we never know that one. Great white buffalo. <laughs> Great white buffalo. Great white buffalo. If that's what the Cincinnati box is for hot dog bunching, <laughs> to, was it was just a bunny in that box, <laughs> and it turns out his John Cusack's secret storyline in that was that he used to be best friends with Nicolas Cage <laughs> and Rob Corddry, and that's the that's the other guy. Oh my god! What hot dog time machine three could have been? <laughs> John Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, Rob Corddry, Craig Robinson, and Clark Duke have to go back in time to stop Conair from happening again. Oh, oh my God! Would you watch this film again? I totally would. If you had Rob Corddry, Clark Duke, and Craig, I'm Robinson. ready to watch the film again straight away already. I'm already ready for um, a time time machine. So that's a good step. So he he shakes they John Cusack's hands. hand. Sean Cusack. And goes to see his uh his his Cassie. Yeah, and his daughter. And his he daughter. hands that his, is his daughter. Oh yeah. Sorry. His hummingbird is his wife. Oh my god. Um <laughs> and he hands his daughter the bunny. <laughs> and he's like, dirty, Wait, hold on, it's dirty. Let me rub it on my dirty shirt. That will help. She flinches yep. from it immediately as soon as it's handed to her. And his take, mum... Take your daddy's present. Yeah, take the fucking present. Whatever, take the present. Whatever germs Las Vegas has to offer on its streets and water, it's got on there. That is hepatitis. Now, now start chewing it. Oh start chewing God. it. Swallow it. It's candy inside. And um, and everything's happy. No, oh, and... there's this weird doll. Why would there be a doll on the plane? Dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah. What kind of... It's a, full, a plane full of hard asses. But we'll never find out because it cost the black. Yes, exactly. Down, 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 Turns out Steve Buscemi is now playing the the cards and all the various craps. He's feeling very lucky. He's feeling very lucky. And he's probably going to kill again. Yeah. There's a 100% chance he's going to kill again. He said he's sick. He's in Las Vegas. There's a lot of prostitutes who no one care about. Yeah. We're just left to assume that Sweet Home Alabama Baron will happen and the girl next to him, who's smiling next to him, is his next fucking victim. <laughs> Garland Green strikes again. <laughs> it's going to happen. And then credits. Well, certainly. What did you uh, What did you think of Con Air? Absolutely loved it. It's the, it's the most fun I've had in a long time with 
cinema. That is incredible. <laughs> that's really nice to hear. It's one of those films that sometimes you wonder, you know, you watch it growing up, does it still hold up if you yeah. watch it completely new now? Ask me the question. Do you love me? <laughs> Always. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's the question? The other question. Will you marry me? No. Oh, every time. <laughs> Johnny, are you mad about this movie or are you movie mad? Yes. To... To what? Are you mad about this movie? Yes. I am... Or are you movie mad? I am movie mad. Now you're confusing everyone. <laughs> I'm not mad about a movie. You're movie mad for this movie? Yes. Fair enough. So that, make, that makes sense. I mean, it's a it's a logically implausible thing. I'm going yeah. by your... This whole thing is based on your internet <laughs> moniker, which has really made you really annoying. <laughs> if you had an internet Phoebe instead, I mean, everything would be fine. It's <laughs> a friend's joke. Two in a row, <laughs> two weeks. It's going to be like Seinfeld and Superman. <laughs> or Big Bang Theory and being shit. Every week they have one thing on there that's that. <laughs> would you watch it again? Yes. What would you say to people who haven't seen it yet? You are... I can say it now. How have you not seen Con Air? Right. Oh my god. You're 22 and you can finally <laughs> admit you've seen They don't Con need Air. to know when I watched it. <laughs> All that matters is I've watched it now so I can do it. I want people to know you're 22 <laughs> because I have to shame you. I have to shame you. I was 8, 9 when I first saw it. But it was an 18. Yeah, TV, man. Wow. Um, if TV anyone would so like much. to send the police over here, what's the address? It is. In your head, this place does not exist. Everything we do is on Shutter Island. <laughs> so, do you want to hint everyone up for what we're going to be handling next week? Is there anything you think you can say about this film? I was going to say something, but it's like... Don't do it if it's too obvious. Again, you did the aircon thing last week, which really, really spelled it out for you. <laughs> Alright, um... I've got... I, I don't you know don't how to. Anything? No. Well, we're going. We're going to go straight there. Straight there. To, the. We're going straight, to, the do 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 do. Yeah. If you know your music and you know your history of rap, you know what we're in for next week. Johnny, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter at movie underscore mad. And other various social medias. Uh, Instagram at Movie Mad. What do you think, do on Instagram? I think it's Movie Mad. You've been saying that for a long while. It's now either I'm... Movie Mad or Movie Dot Mad. It's, oh it's always if Movie there's a mad, dot in but... it and you've been saying no underscore but not, you know, yeah. adding the Maybe dot. Shall we? Why um... have you got Connor on your Facebook? You're desperate for everyone to know. Always. Oh my goodness. You want everyone to know everything that's going on and I don't care. <laughs> uh, I am Movie underscore Mad on Instagram. So there is a bloody I'm underscore. Five episodes. There are some things where I'm just moving mad, I'm sure. But yeah, in your movie head. underscore mad on Instagram and on Anything Twitter. else? Do you have a Facebook fan page for people no, to like you yet. and follow your stream of consciousness? Do you have a Tumblr? I do, but I rarely use it. It is That's Movie Mad. Do you chat stats? Yep, that's movie.mad, I believe. Will I find you on Reddit anywhere? No. I did sign up, but I don't, I've not used it. How's your letterbox going? Um, I haven't updated that in a few months. But... What, what about your friendster? <laughs> MySpace. How many friends have you got in MySpace? What's your top eight? <laughs> well, Tom is always my always number one. Tom. Yeah. Always Tom. Always Tom. Um... Can we play RuneScape with you? <laughs> What's your gamer tag? I don't know my gamer tag. How many achievements have you got? 
Yeah, I'm movie mad on Snapchat. <laughs> if you want to send me dick pics. Um, Speaking free. of which, what are you on Tinder? <laughs> and what's your grinder account? <laughs> My grinder account is um. Yeah, it's movie mad. It's always movie mad. <laughs> movie mud. Movie mud. This time you spend your time in the dirt. And where can we find you in real life? Um, at our front row, middle seat. That is where we like to sit, except 3D. I do like to make sure if we're in some cinemas, we have to sit back because the screens yeah. are too awkwardly placed. Because you can't handle it. Well, Suicide Squad was fine because it was front row, but it was kind of far back cinema screen. But the ones mm. at the West India are noxiously close. Oh, see, I find West Indian not to be too close at all. I think uh, you get a ghosting problem. We get 3D ghosting problems with some projection and being too close to the screen. Because uh, you can't take in the whole image, suddenly you're taking part, particle parts of the image. And the way the glasses work kind of breaks up the entire illusion. So where can people find you? In their hearts. In their <laughs> minds. In which I've won the war. Ho Chi Minh is over. And what about Twitter? Uh, Ethan Runt. Ethan Runt. Nice and easy. Anywhere else? Um, no. No. Uh, Twitter. That's that's all I always have. That's all I ever will have. Keep your eyes out for more things from human beings that exist, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. We'll see you next week when we go straight there, wherever there is. Oh, we're going to go straight there now. Yeah. Except in a week's time. Yeah. So just next week, rewind this 35 Shattered seconds. the illusion. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is next week when you're listening to the podcast, go back to this episode take it back like a minute and a half play this and the next one will play straight on perfectly I assure you Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network produced and edited by Andrew Jones executive producer George Grimwood to find out more about Podnose's network go to www.podnose.com